Hello and welcome to another episode of 15 Minutes in a Sauna. I'm Jeff Bilbrey and uh, a little different setting here. This is where I usually record. It's, I'm just usually sitting right in front of the old desk. This is my studio and I like to sit by the fire here and have a good drink, having a, a little bit of little tea with a, a tad bit of whiskey. And um, we got a special guest today. I'm going to bring him on in a little bit. Uh, it's my vice president of media operations, AJ Riley, and, uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about being dads and, you know, see where the conversation takes us. But first I wanted to take a couple minutes and, and update you. Um, so, you know, I've been going through my keto journey and one thing they don't tell you when you go into keto is the broad changes that your body is going to go through. So it isn't just about losing weight. You're transitioning everything about how your body operates from how your mind works to how your body processes uh, energy from food to how it deals with stress. It's, it's largely an anti-inflammatory diet. Um, but there are some side effects to that when you first get going the first couple of weeks. Um, you've heard of probably the, the keto flu. So you can, you can feel sick, you can feel tired, fatigued. Um, but one of the common threads with me and, and what happens when I, when I do this and I, I'd never remember, uh, is I usually transition into keto. I make these big life changes in order to constantly improve upon myself when I'm in times of the greatest stress. Okay. I look at it kind of like fortifying the wall of a castle. I see my life is in danger and I react. Uh, it's part of what makes me who I am. And so I, uh, I, I look at it. Okay. Let's take a look at diet. That's the first thing. That's the easiest thing I could do next to let's put down the, the liquor during the week, you know, maybe have a hot toddy or, uh, one drink or, or, or even just switch over to, to non-alcoholic beer for the week. And then on a weekend, I can have a, a couple drinks if I want with the boys while I, I play video games on Friday. <clears throat> but um, switching over to keto, these last few weeks have been very stressful for me. I'm launching a new media division. I am restructuring my entire company and, and how I operate and hiring a media uh um, team as well as social media and attacking it on all fronts. So I'm doing a lot of research, a lot of, um, just trying and failing and, and, and constantly pushing through that. And then I had the stress at work in which I decided for the betterment of my family to, um, give in, I guess, to the demands of, of, uh, the man. And so I started driving into work two times a week. Uh, it's a, an hour drive one way with no traffic. And so I've got to get up ultra early as well on the days I go in, uh, so that I beat traffic and get home with, a uh, like as my children are getting off the bus, I'm pulling in. So I don't miss any time with them. Um, which is good. You know, previously when I used to work down in Detroit, it would be, uh, I'd be getting home at 7.30, 8 o'clock at night. 
and and that was rough you know and then the, the pandemic came and for everyone else it was a shock and it was a, a nightmare and they wanted to get out of the house and they wanted to do things uh for me a natural introvert that is uh charismatic i i thrived i th i absolutely thrived and so uh even though i still went out and did shopping and everything else it was rough so um <clears throat> Or I mean, it was it was it was good to be home, you know. And now going back to work is rough. But um, long story short, with all that going on, I was extremely depressed. I was extremely depressed that I had to acquiesce to these demands that my company couldn't support me. That I've made choices to put myself in a position of um, of allowing this to happen by making choices um, to take on loans. My my Jeep, my beautiful Jeep that I bought. Uh, you know, it's $850 a month. Um, other things that I've done have, even though I worked hard to eliminate debt and, and everything else, I allowed it to um, build back up. And so I had to make that choice to go in and, and it sucked, but I was okay with it after a little bit, after getting in there and seeing my team and, and everything else. And, um, you know, it just, it just kept building. And to the point where I wanted to just crawl into bed and I didn't want to move. And it was rough. It, it was painful. It felt like my heart was being torn in a million shreds and I couldn't understand why. And so I did what I always do. And I started to research. I started looking into things and keto changes the neural transmitters in your brain. It, it changes how they fire. And this is why when you are fully on keto, it does help cure a lot of the effects of depression and anxiety. Um, for someone like me that I'm not a, a full out sufferer of anxiety, I do have my, my moments um, and depression, but it kicked me into that full force and it scared the hell out of me. Um, but through doing research and, and understanding I need to get some magnesium, I believe it's magnesium sulfate, not magnesium sulfate, my God, magnesium I don't know. I, I'll put the link. I'll put it in the uh, the description. But it's a it's a magnesium supplement and folate. Those two things there will help balance the stress. And it will. And um, when you're on this diet, you become deficient in that because you're not eating as much as much vegetables and fruit and natural sources that you get the magnesium. I could go out and eat, um, you know, spinach for for potassium, and I believe it has magnesium. There's a lot of other natural foods I can eat, but the supplement just makes it a lot easier. And so it does take about a week for it to get into your system, but I started taking it today. Um, I actually feel a lot better today just knowing that that's what's going on. Uh, the anxiety that would build with it, um, it has eased a little bit. And so um, that all being said, I want to bring AJ into the conversation and maybe we'll, you know, we'll continue it and, and, and see, see where the conversation goes. Hey, AJ, welcome to the what show. What is up, Jeff? What's going on, buddy? <laughs> so, I was, you know, yeah, you heard me there. I was talking about um, and the effects and everything. And, um, you know, you've got a lot going on on your plate now. Mm -hmm. You're not on keto, but you've, in the last year, when, when did you join the Army and, and make that big transition? Uh, 2019, I took my oath of office. Um, I got my orders cut in February of 2019, um, for, uh, 
the reserve component of the United States Army uh, as a chaplain candidate. I went to training last summer for three months, um, our basic officer leader course, and then became a full-fledged chaplain in November of this year, um, working with my unit in Ann Arbor um, once a month and a few weeks out of the year. And it's been very rewarding, but like you said, it has added, you know, more to the plate, especially with the pandemic and vaccines and, and things like that. Um, it, it creates a little bit more for the chaplain with accommodations for soldiers who maybe don't want those um, vaccines. So there's a whole yeah. process for that. I, I can't really get into specifics due to different things, but um, it does add, you know, and, and I, I think that what you were talking about, the, your plate only has so much room and eventually it starts to overflow, right? Um, and when you continue to add things, it, it starts to weigh you down. And when you're talking, I just kept thinking, you know, the when we get in those kind of mindsets of all the stuff that we have going on, it can bring a little bit of a damper because we don't see immediate progress either. Right. And so we focus on the here and now in a lot of times. And that can lead to a little bit of depression. No doubt about that. And I absolutely yeah. applaud you for acknowledging it. And I think that's important to remember in those times that you got to keep the long term view in mind, too. Right. You got to remember the big picture as well. Like, why are we taking on all these responsibilities? Well, like you said, it was the best thing for your family. Right. Yeah. Again, yeah. I applaud you for that. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's funny. I, 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 when I, <laughs> I only know how to operate under chaos. That <laughs> is, I, I, uh, we've got a little placard when you walk into my house, it says some call it, uh, some call it chaos. We call it family. Right. right. <laughs> um, and, and usually when I get into this mode, I fight hard. I, I fight like a Wolverine. It's just all I know. So I dig right. in, I research, I go harder and harder. I'll work 17 hours a day. But you you and I were just talking before we started the show about like, how do you do it, man? I can't imagine you've been in, in front of the screen all day, you know, and, and you've just picked up this role. You're, you're, a, you're a teacher, you work in, you're at the army chaplain, and now you're the, the vice president of media operations for DSN and trying to build something right. from scratch, right? And so you're mm -hmm. experiencing right now what I've been doing since 2010, right? And so, just welcome um, to the club, right? That's what right, you're telling but, me. <laughs> but what I do is, I had to at five, six o'clock. It was about five thirty. I shut the the mothership down, and right. I went upstairs and and had dinner with the family. And um, you know, of course, everybody wanted to eat in their own rooms and separate and go their sure. own way. I do enforce like a Sunday dinner, and sometimes I force them to sit at the table for ten minutes just to be with us. Mm -hmm. But then I got up and I went and laid down for an hour. And I just closed my eyes and and I didn't really sleep because I have to take melatonin in order to shut this off. I've mm -hmm. got too much going on, and and we talked about that the other night too. Is like I'll lay down. I'll think of another thing I got to do. So I've learned, actually, I put it in, I got Google on my, my desktop on my, my phone, right? Like the, the main screen there widget. Yeah. I learned I can tap in there and just add a task on the next day instead of a, a meeting. And so mm -hmm. I've, I just, I'll, I'll write a task, write another task, write another task, lay back down. Five minutes later, oh my God, I got to remember to do that. So I write another task, right? 
I'm not a huge, like I love buying planners. I, I have a, a sick obsession with like going to Office Depot and just walking around <laughs> and buying stationery that I never use. But <laughs> you see all that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I love it. I there's something about a planner, but I have such a hard time sticking to it. Just like yeah. my bullet journal. I absolutely adored using it for a good month, month and a half, but it's a struggle. So now I you'll get in there and you'll see a week with like one or two things filled out. And then mm. another week where I'll have one thing on every day. But this Google Calendar thing, it's a neat hack for me because it's something I can quick and easy just throw on there. And then as I do it, I open my phone, which I'm looking at 100 million times a day, and I mark that button and it's gone. Yeah. So, But what I wanted to ask you with everything going on, mm-hmm. have you had to deal with anything like that, anxiety or depression? And, and what helped you or, or how did you work through it? So in in the spirit of complete transparency i can't really remember a time in my life where i felt like depressed Mm -hmm. truthfully yeah um now there are different seasons that i go through there's no doubt about that um but for me like for me it's really all staying centered right um and I know when my days are off, right? Like, and, and that's, that's where I think, I, I think having this, the, your own self-awareness of being off. Um, and for me, it's the way that I respond to people. So it's not necessarily like an introspective, like, like cloud or anything like that, but it's the way that I talk to people and the way that I respond to people when I know that I'm off. Um, yeah. Specifically like my wife and my kids, right? Like, not that I'm brutal to like anything like that. It, it's not nothing like that, but I know that I'm, I'm probably not as centered as I need to be on things yeah. that I need to, to be focusing on when like the smallest things like just irritate me. Right. And it's You're a little shorter or, or maybe shorter, you snap yeah, and you're sure. like, Whoa, I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. I just, yeah. I, I had a rough day or yeah. Yeah. And, and so like, for me, there's certain like activities that that really help me to to keep that center and 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 focus on where I need to be focused on, right? Um, like you were talking about getting up early, like that to me. If I can get up around three thirty, four o'clock every morning, my day is going to be a good day. It, it just, I, I don't know what it is about that time frame, but like, that's when my days start. I usually can get in, get a workout in, mm. have some breakfast, go to work, you know, and then my day, like for whatever reason, that time frame is magical as far as like my energy for the day, even. And people are like, you're insane. Why do you get up that early? Right. <laughs> and it's just some, like, it allows me three hours in the morning before I have to go to work, two and a half hours in the morning before I have to go to work to just be quiet and like think and process and maybe finish some work from the night before. Or like for me, my days always start like three 30. I mix my pre-workout, which takes about 20 minutes to kick in. I'm downstairs in my office. I'm reading through my Bible for the day. And then I go work out around four, four Oh five, four ten. you know, and then I've got music playing while I'm working out. So that kind of like helps get that mind right. Right. And then 
is in the shower and off to work. And then I deal with middle school students all day long. So <laughs> man, like, you need to get to bed. It's <laughs> well, it's, it's fine. Like yeah. usually if I get to bed anywhere from like nine 30 to 11 o'clock, I'm good to go. You right? know, what's, what's funny about that time though. Um, I used to do that a lot too. I, I followed the miracle morning for a little while. Yeah. And, um, I actually have a, a podcast about that if you guys want to go back. But um, I was I found if I get up at 4.30, I believe, mm-hmm. it was, or I think it was 4.30, I can get up and, and I can go to the gym. I can, like That's what I would do. I, w- I, I would get up and, and I would meditate. Mm-hmm. I would write in my journal. I would pray. I would work out. And then I would um, read, you know, take some time to read, read a Bible, whatever it was I was reading. Mm-hmm. And then I would, when I was all done with that, I'd go sit in my sauna for 45 minutes and just relax and, you know, listen to music yeah. or, or whatever. And I'm still, I get out of there and I still have two hours, three hours before I have to start my day. And it was, it was really nice. But then family started getting up earlier and sure. earlier and earlier and, and you know the wife discovered i had so much peace going on it's just like i want a piece of that so she starts getting up at five in the morning and so you, you know that that quiet sanctuary that you built mm-hmm. it slowly erodes and it's like well screw it i'll just sleep until 8 30 then <laughs> you well, know but well, that has a and negative it's funny that you say on. that too because like even this last weekend i was like i there was a lot that i had to get accomplished by like um I think it was like Saturday night, Sunday morning. Cause I was like teaching our Sunday school class Sunday. So I wanted to make sure it like I, and so like, it was like three 30 on Saturday and I was like, yeah, it's a good time to start today. So I like eat, didn't even sleep in on Saturday and had like this great day. Right. And I was talking to my wife like Sunday night before we were like kind of catching up for the week and making sure everything. Was, and I was like, you know, this has felt like a really long weekend because I created more time throughout the weekend right just by getting up a little bit earlier well at normal time on saturday that i would normally get up and it just created so many more hours for me that i was able to accomplish what i wanted to accomplish and for me i'm very big on like we talked about bullet journaling right Mm -hmm. i love the bullet journal because i can physically like see things being accomplished right like you said you you click that button on your phone and it goes away like being able to check things off of my list is a huge thing for me staying in the right mindset as well. Yeah. It's when I haven't written in the bullet journal for a couple of days and like things are kind of like all over the place that I'm like, okay, let's take some I'm time. I'm not working the process. I think that's what the problem is. I don't carry it with me in rapid journal throughout the day, which is really what brings it value is you're supposed to yeah. like keep your punch list throughout the day. I like a, a more when I journal, I like to pour my thoughts into it. Right. Right. And I, I think this is a good time to kind of kick into the, the, the last two minutes, the 15 minutes and it's done. I don't know how long, what's it say up there, AJ, how long we've been going? 1920, (laughs) 1920. So we're over budget again. I think I'm going to switch it over to 20 minutes in a sauna. So, um, I need to get a big clock up there, I think. So here's, here's the deal. This is what I think if, if you take nothing away from this, because I think it was a really good conversation, AJ. I want to have you on this as much as you can join, um, because I think we have a good good dialogue. But For sure. A lot of people feel this 
depression, right? And mm-hmm. and what you had said is you'd never you'd never really felt this before. And and honestly, when my wife really started describing her anxiety to me, she's clinically diagnosed, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I, I feel anxious. She goes, no, you don't. No, you don't. You don't feel depression or anxiety the way I do. You don't understand. I can't make it stop, right? Mm-hmm. And so I I took weeks and researched. I read every website I could. I read I read personal testimonies. I read everything I could. And I was like, oh my God, I don't understand that. I don't understand somebody that every single day they have to fight to live. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's a reality for a lot of people. Right. And so one thing that I can suggest, because I've 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 lived it through my wife, I've lived it through myself, is talk to somebody. Yes. Talk to somebody when you're feeling that way. Don't be afraid to to look into things like I did. It did bring a level of peace to at least understand, okay, I, I get what could be impacting me. I have all these stressors in my life. And don't be afraid to pray. You know, right. my mom is the first person to tell me. She's like, did you give it up to the Lord yet? Did you pray? Did you ask him to take away that anxiety and the feelings that you're feeling? I'm like, well, yeah, I did. No, I didn't. Because the minute I do, I feel that lifting, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it, and so for some people, that's still, all of that is still an impossibility, you know? Right. So the only thing that, that you really can do is reach out. You know, there's, there's, there's numbers. I could put that in a description that you could reach out for, for depression and, and, and things that you're feeling, but reach out to those closest to you and just say, I don't, I don't feel okay. I don't feel right. And I don't know what's going on. And maybe they can help walk you through the changes in your life because every single choice that you make every single day affects your well-being. You know, who would have thought going on a diet to lose this weight, to, to make myself healthier would throw me into a position where I felt like I was going crazy and, and my heart was being torn in a million different pieces, mm-hmm. right? Who would have thought? But once you realize that there, there's science to back it up and there's a lot of studies to back that up, it's like, okay, I, I can see that. And, and now maybe I can get the supplements I need, or maybe, maybe I don't do this diet. Maybe this isn't the right one for me, you know? Um, so do you have anything you'd like to add to that? No, I mean, just to tie a bow on it, there's, we were, you know, I believe that we were created for community. And so when we isolate ourselves, that, that puts us in a precarious situation. So just like Jeff said, right. If you're feeling that way, right. Or you're experiencing those things, do what you can to surround yourself with people that can help. And, and seek it out, search it out, and and get the help that you need. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. Well, AJ, thank you so much for joining me this week. It's been a, a pleasure. Me, yeah, yeah. So we'll have to do this again soon. We will. Until next time, this is 15 Minutes in a Sauna.